Hello everyone, welcome to the second episode of the Cinemike the Podcast. It's me, the Cinemike, and delivering yet again another week of entertainment news, sharing my thoughts and reactions, and also films and shows. I'm going to review some films and shows by the end of the episode, but before I, I get to it, let me just announce that the podcast is now available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Anchor. So that is six platforms and it will be available in more platforms soon. I will announce it here once it it is available in because because I am uh, we're trying to figure out to make it available in more platforms like Apple Podcasts. So yeah, I will just announce it once it becomes available there. And yeah as i've said there's so many entertainment news to deep dive in my list is right in front of me there's so many of them so i should not waste any time anymore and just get right to it there are two major news this week um first is the um warner media and the discovery merger and also the uh, Amazon acquiring MGM but I'm going to discuss first the Warner Media and the, and the Discovery merger because apparently what happened and by the way I'm not an expert on business so I'm going to uh, discuss the details slightly and you can just google all the complete information about this but uh, basically what happened is that um, AT&T which currently owns Warner Media they spun off Warner Media and Warner Media is now going to merge with Discovery which you know the corporation that owns Discovery Channel Oprah Winfrey Network uh, Food Network I believe HGTV as well it's also under Discovery so yeah they're going to merge they will be under one umbrella the deal has been close and they're just going to work on the paperwork and all the approvals that they have to do that they have to undergo in order to make the entire thing uh, finalized and it will take months or a year for it to become official but yeah um so warner media and discovery will will be under one umbrella under a new corporation that has no name yet and the head of that will be the current boss of Discovery. And this is a major news because, you know, um, Warner Media, I mean, let's be honest, Warner Media has been the, the, uh, the um, how do I explain this? The AT&T era of Warner Media for the past years, several years has been, let's just say, questionable and controversial because you know um, AT&T has made a lot of questionable decisions on the way they handle Warner Media and I think the most famous one is last year when you know by the end of the year they announced that all 2021 Warner Brothers films will be released on HBO Max and in cinemas on the same day and there were a negative uh, reactions from the filmmakers that has a relationship with Warner Brothers and of course the filmmakers of the 2021 films because 
you know they want their films to be released theatrically because they made it in mind in the mind that they are releasing it in theaters you know the whole theatrical experience because you know that's how movies should be made and yeah there were a backlash i think christopher nolan even called hbo max is the worst streaming service you know which is a major that is a major blow and i think denis villeneuve who is directing the upcoming movie dune or also from warner brothers um wrote an op-ed about what he feels about the decision so yeah the um the management of warner media under the under at&t has been you know just controversial and now there's going to be a new regime again in warner media because of this and i am you know to be honest i am fine with this i think this is an exciting development because i mean first of all um discovery even though most of their programming their content are like reality shows and documentaries they um they're they're an entertainment company they know how to entertain people and i think you know and of course warner media is also an entertainment company i think they could go well together merging their business and i don't think there's really gonna be a major effect it will take years before we will feel the major effect but i think one of the effects that will happen is that perhaps hbo max and discovery plus which is the streaming service of the discovery programs they might merge or maybe HBO Max could absorb uh, Discovery Plus. You know, their all their content will be moved there, and maybe they could even rename HBO Max into something more. You know, something better name than HBO Max. But yeah, there's a lot of possibilities. It's a major entertainment news for the past week because of the implications, and you know we can expect a new management. A new way of them handling Warner Brothers so I am curious what will happen to Warner Brothers in the next few years because of this so yeah this is in a, a uh, an ex I don't know if I would define it exciting but it is a major news that is worth discussing and yeah there's a lot let's see what will happen in the next few months because they have to go through a lot of paperwork and approvals for this to become official and you know let's see but it is the deal is closed now so it's going to happen and the other um a major news is that amazon is in discussions to acquire mgm and this news is not really surprising because there uh, for months there have been reports that MGM is looking for a buyer which is inevitable because MGM for the past decade I mean they have been they have been producing a lot of great films but it is obvious that they are in need of a strong management and an owner who really knows how to handle a studio and 
and of course money because they have so many films in development right now so yeah um although the deal is not yet finalized so a lot of things could still happen it could still change but it is being reported by the trade so i think that is a sign that the discussion has been positive has been working and they might be close to closing the deal soon but you know mgm is one of the major studios in hollywood hollywood and they are one of the prime studios back in the day you know like you know it's warner brothers mgm and rko you know during the golden age of hollywood mgm is also the home of of um of those golden age hollywood music um how yeah hollywood musicals and although some of their films that they made like the wizard of oz and an american oh wait yeah the wizard of oz and more i hmm, i'm not sure if an american in paris was also an mgm but my point is um some of the um mgm archive you know um library films were are now owned by warner brothers but they still have a lot of great you know they have the james bond films they have the rocky films they have um they have fargo they have stargate so they have a lot of library and i assume that the the library the mgm library will now be will be part of amazon prime video once the acquisition becomes official so we can watch mgm films there on amazon and you know i'm I'm curious if they will do like a james bond spin-off series of films on amazon now so yeah there's so many things that is that could happen with this but you know mgm needs a new management as well and perhaps amazon would be perfect and amazon has been producing films and shows for the past years you know through amazon studios so they have experience on the filmmaking business so and actually i'm kind of surprised that amazon is the one that is uh, taking uh, mgm i was expecting apple because apple tv plus as much as it's a great streaming service they I mean they have a lot of great original programs but they need library content they only have a few like they only have the peanut specials and uh, fraggle rock and the the long wave i forgot the title but it's the one with you and mcgregor but they have like like 90 to 95 percent of their content are original and they need library content to to attract subscribers so i was expecting apple but amazon they are one of the biggest companies in the world and yeah um you know they have all the money in the world so it makes sense as well that amazon will be taking mgm and i know i'm curious what they will do with mgm once everything becomes official so yeah um those are the two major news our main topics for this episode because yeah they are you know those news those reports are shaking the and the entertainment business so yeah um now moving on to other news 
um, Secret Invasion, the upcoming uh, Disney Plus MCU series, has now found their directors, which are Thomas Bezucha, who recently directed the film Let Him Go, starring Kevin Costner and Diane Lane, and Ali Selim, who directed um, who directed episodes of The Looming Tower, you know, the miniseries with Jeff Dan- Daniels years ago, which is a wonderful miniseries, by the way. So, Thomas Bezucha and Ali Salim have been hired to direct the MCU TV series Secret Invasion. I'm not like I have a few sample sides of their work, but you know, they are great choices, I suppose. I'm not really that familiar about them, but yeah, um, bring it on. And during the MTV um, movie and TV awards. There, um, the new clips for the upcoming MCU series Loki and the upcoming film Black Widow have been released and I watched those clips and they are great clips it makes me excited to watch them you know there's really an, nothing else to say about those clips since they, they are just a sneak peek on what scene we will see once they premiere and yeah um I have nothing else to say but it's exciting to see those clips um and next is the good fight the fifth season of the paramount plus series the good fight is set to premiere on june 24. i'm a huge fan of the good fight it is one of the i think one of the most underrated shows right now and i think the show is just so good the writing the performances by the cast and you know they hire a lot of great actors to to guest or recur on the show i love the good fight and i'm excited for the fifth season because the fourth season only aired like seven episodes and it was abrupt because of the covid19 pandemic they had to shut down and you know from 10 episodes they were only able to to sh- uh, shot seven episodes they were only able to complete seven episodes and now they are you know they have come back to to film season five and it's now going to premiere on june 24 on paramount plus in which by the way mandy patinkin is joining as a series regular and Delroy Lindo and Kosh Jumbo will guest star on the first episode of the season in order because they were supposed to leave by the end of season 4 but of course the COVID-19 pandemic so they are returning on the premiere episode to 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 wrap up the storyline of their characters so yeah I'm excited June 24 the good fight season 5 next the tonight show starring Jimmy Fallon has been renewed for five years five more years of the tonight show starring jimmy fallon it's not a surprise you know jimmy fallon is still younger and he you know he will definitely um host the show as long as he can and i mean you know to be honest uh, jimmy fallon is not um one of my favorite talk show hosts you know i'm not really a huge fan of his interview style but uh, but you know he, he's an entertaining talk show host let me say that but you know five more years 
I mean, okay. Um, congrats for that, Jimmy Fallon. Um, the trailer for Hotel Transylvania 4, or uh, actually the title is Hotel Transylvania Transformania, has been released. And I'm not really a huge fan of the Hotel Transylvania films. I'm just a casual fan. Like, I've seen the three films once and... I don't rewatch them because you know they're they're just popcorn movies that don't have an impact for me but you know they are box office hits so they will keep on making Hotel Transylvania films as long as they can but the odd thing here is that Adam Sandler is not voicing Dracula in the fourth film Brian Hull, who is a voice actor, he is going to voice Dracula in Hotel Transylvania, Transformania, which is kind of weird. But then I read that he has a creative uh, clash with Jendi Tartakovsky, who is the director of the Hotel Transylvania films. You know, they have been, they've been having creative um, differences in the previous films. So he's not coming back to voice the character or even serve as an executive producer. But Selena Gomez, who is voicing the daughter, she is um she is uh set to become the exec one of the executive producers of the film. So I thought the trailer it was fine. Like I'll guess I'll check it out. You know, it's it's just it's a harmless movie so why not I've seen the first three films so I guess I have to watch the next installment because why not you know it was just fine it was okay and yeah <laughs> and the trailer for the Peacock series the lost symbol based on the best-selling novel by Dan Brown has been released it's the TV series version you know it's not um, a different actor is now playing Robert Langdon. It's no longer Tom Hanks. It's Ashley Zuckerman. I thought the trailer was also fine. Like, I don't know if it's just because the way they cut the trailer. But, I mean, I will watch the show because I enjoyed Da Vinci Code and Inferno and um, Angels and Demons. And that's it. I... I mean, they are not great films, but they are solid films. That is, you know, they they are a puzzle films. So, and now it's a TV series with the lost symbol, and maybe the story will be better in a TV show format. So why not? I will check it out once um it becomes available. But yeah, the trailer wasn't very effective for me, but. Um, I'll still check it out um, also another trailer again is the upcoming musical film Dear Evan Hansen which is based on the Tony winning Broadway musical um, Ben Platt is starring reprising his role from the uh, broad, original Broadway production also part of the cast are Caitlin Deaver um, Julian Moore and Amy Adams and more people that I have forgot but yeah um it's yeah it's a musical film and the trailer i thought it was great i mean i love musicals i will watch it for sure 
regardless of the trailer and I am looking forward to see it because you know the the Broadway musical won so many Tony Awards which means something and you know if I forgot who is directing this film adaptation but if they were able to accomplish it you know let's see if it will be great because you know it's it's an adaptation of a award-winning Broadway musical it deserves a wonderful cinematic adaptation so I hope it will be a great film but I'm looking forward to see it the trailer was great oh and by the way a lot of people are talking about Ben Platt being too old to play a high school uh, character but um I don't really mind that because there have been a lot of films in the past and shows that cast like an actor in their late 20s playing high school students you know like in Greece or in in Riverdale I think there are some cast members there who are like in their late 20s then um what else but yeah um it's you know it has happened in a lot of shows and films where they cast older actors to play high school um, students and I don't think there's really nothing surprising about I mean Ben Platt who is like 27 years old he wanted Tony for playing the character and why not hire him as well in the movie version so I really don't mind the casting of Ben Platt um, next is Betty Gabriel is joining the third season of of um, Amazon Prime Videos um, Jack Ryan she is replaying uh, she is replacing Marianne John Baptiste Betty Gabriel also another great actress I'm a fan of her as well and it's great to see her joining Jack Ryan season 3 she will be great for sure depending on the character but I'm I'm happy with the news and I love Jack Ryan the first season was wonderful the second season I mean it the second season um, it's it's a bit mixed bag but I still enjoy the second season and I'm excited for the third season you know it's been um, I think it was October or November 2019 when the second season released on Prime Video and now um, the third season is back it's I mean it's currently filming and yeah Betty Gabriel joining great news um, FX has um, announced that American Horror Story season 10 and the spin-off series American Horror Stories will be released on in summer and um, impeachment American Crime Story will be in fall and I'm excited for all those shows and I'm really have nothing to say until they officially announce the the official premiere date but it's great to to hear from the president of FX assuring that they will come uh, soon um, in summer and fall those Ryan Murphy shows and next um hulu has announced the premiere date for the upcoming for two of their upcoming shows only murders in the building which a sitcom that stars steve martin uh, martin short and selena gomez it will premiere on august 31 
and they have also released a teaser trailer which I thought was fun but it's, it's just like 30 seconds but I like what I'm seeing so far. I'm excited for this series because it's Steve Martin and Martin Short doing a TV series adding Selena Gomez. It looks like a fun comedy show possibly and I'm looking forward to see it and then Nine Perfect Strangers the miniseries adaptation of the Leon Moriarty novel is set is set to premiere on Hulu on August 18 and they have also showed like a teaser trailer for also 30 seconds you know, it has a star-studded cast with Nicole Kidman, uh, Melissa McCarthy, Bobby Cannavale, Michael Shannon, Regina Hall, Luke Evans and many many more so I am looking forward to see Nine Perfect Strangers I have read the novel it's not that great the novel to be honest but I'm I think a TV sh show would be better but I will check it out and it has star status cast so yeah I will watch it Nine Perfect Strangers August 18 on Hulu and they ha um, it has also been reported that Kumail Nanjiani is set to star in a like a, I think it's a mini series called Immigrant which is set on the on the founder of the Chippendales and Kumail Nanjiani is set to play that honor I, I love Kumail Nanjiani he's a wonderful actor and comedian and it's yeah um, it's an interesting project and let's see if um, I mean it's still in development so yeah I'm I'm looking forward to it um, another Knives Out 2 casting news um, Leslie Odom Jr. and Kate Hudson are joining Knives Out to um, I love the first Knives Out film. I I've been loving the the casting that they've been that they've been doing for Knives Out to you know like last week they announced Dave Bautista, Catherine Hahn, Janelle Monae, Edward Norton, and now adding Leslie Odom Jr. and Kate Hudson. They are wonderful actors. I mean, yeah, I'm excited Knives Out to it will set it is set to begin filming soon in Greece and I love the the cast that they have assembled so far and we might hear more casting news in the coming week as the filming start soon. Um it has also been reported that or announced that Jenna Ortega is set to play Wednesday Adams in the Netflix series um Wednesday, which is centers on Wednesday Adams and uh, to be honest, and and by the way, it is directed. It will be directed by Tim Burton, which who I think is a great choice for an Adam's Family project. But, um, you can just Google the logline of Wednesday. I'm not really that psyched that Wednesday Adams will have this kind of treatment. Like it's it felt like a CW type of story. But it's Tim Burton and the writers are the ones who work on Smallville. So yeah, let's see. I'm but Jenna Ortega, I'm not familiar with her work. So I cannot say about the casting, but you know, if um I've heard nothing else but you know, she's a great actress. So yeah, um Next one is the Friends reunion special trailer has been released and 
I thought it was great. It, it felt nostalgic. I mean, I'm not really a huge fan of Friends. I consider myself as a casual fan, but but of course, um, Friends is one of the most popular TV shows and this reunion is um, obviously one of the most uh, anticipated events on television this year. And you know, I thought the trailer was great. It felt nostalgic and I will watch it, I will tune out and see the, the original cast members reunite and you know it's not just like a simple interview because it seems because they recorded it in the in the set in the studio where they filmed the show back in the day and it seemed like they recreated the sets which is wonderful so I am looking forward to see this um, friends re reunion special because it just looks awesome and yeah it is coming on hbo max in just a few days so yeah it's uh it's not a long wait um next is that sarah ramirez is joining the cast of the sex in the city spin-off series i mean revival series i should say and just like that and Sarah Ramirez is playing a non-binary character. Um, they will be a, a series regular. So, I mean, Sarah Ramirez is a talented actor. And, you know, uh, they will be wonderful. And, yeah, I like the, the addition of Sarah Ramirez in the cast. And I guess um their character will be like a a someone who will fill up the role of samantha since uh, kim cattrall will will not return as samantha which is unfortunate you know because samantha is just a hilarious character so yeah um sarah, sarah ramirez part of and just like that um yeah it's it's great casting news and the new trailer for the Aretha Franklin biopic Respect has been released and I mean I am looking forward to see this film ever since the and ever since you know they announced this project and I think Jennifer Hudson the casting of Jennifer Hudson on this film is great she is an Oscar winning talented actress and singer you know she has the vocals she can surely play Aretha Franklin not just you know acting wise but singing wise and you know the trailer looks good i'm looking forward to see it and yeah i i will i will watch it once it is available to watch in cinemas or in home video it depends um next is that a uh, share the legendary share will have a biopic it will be on universal pictures Eric Roth is going to write the screenplay and I believe the, the producers of Mamma Mia will also produce this project and, and by the way take note Cher appeared in Mamma Mia here we go again and I guess that's their connection this project I mean nowadays there's so many biopics about musicians and I enjoyed watching them I mean I enjoyed Bohemian Rhapsody despite the flaws I love Rocket Man, which is about Elton John, and I think 
a Bee Gees biopic is also in the works directed by Kenneth Branagh who is a great director of course and now uh, Cher will have a biopic treatment and by the way also I forgot Madonna will herself will direct a biopic about her life so I mean a Cher biopic it is inevitable she is a legend and I wonder who they'll cast for the role I mean I saw someone on Twitter suggesting Christine Milioti to play Cher which I think is a great idea you know she can sing obviously and yeah I like the idea of her possibly playing Cher but Eric Roth is still working on the screenplay I believe so it will take years before this project comes into fruition and um, next is uh, Bad Boys for Life directors Adil El Arbi and Bilal Fala is going to direct the Bad Girl movie which is uh, going to be um, streamed exclusively on HBO Max so I haven't I've only seen one movie from LRB and Fala which is Bad Boys for Life which I thought is a fantastic sequel possibly the best mo- the best movie in the franchise or I I don't think I think it's it's objectively the best movie in the franchise actually because and you know they did a great job on directing the film and they're also going to direct episodes of Miss Marvel so yeah they are and now they're going to be on DC with Batgirl I think they're great choices I like what they did in Bad Boys for Life and Batgirl I mean she is a an iconic character now on the DC Comics a movie treatment of her is inevitable and Joss Whedon was supposed to direct and write the film but of course we know what happened with that so you know Joss Whedon is no longer involved in the project and now uh, Adil El Arbi and Bilal Fala will direct Batgirl I like the choice but um, it will take years before this comes into fruition so let's see and then Netflix has given a series order to a uh, like it's an action series starring Arnold Schwarzenegger I mean Arnold Schwarzenegger is of course one of is a um, one of the most well-known movie stars of all time an action legend so and now he's going to do a series on Netflix I think I am looking forward to it just because the idea of Arnold Schwarzenegger doing a TV series and action which is his forte so yeah I'm I'm looking forward to it and Steven Soderbergh's next film No Sudden Move which is I believe an action film as well and it will star Don Cheadle and Benicio Del Toro um, they have released a teaser photos which looks great and it will premiere at the Tribeca Film Festival on June 18 and July 1 on HBO Max and I mean Steven Soderbergh I, he's a great director an Oscar winning director his films are like his films in the recent years are mixed bag for me I mean I like Let Them All Talk I like um, what movie I forgot 
I forgot. Wait, you know what? Let me Google because what was his next? Oh, I remember the laundromat on Netflix. Yeah. Um, I thought both of them were good films. They were not great, but I enjoyed them in some ways. And yeah, no sudden move, action. Which is um you know it's a genre that he has done before so. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, every single Steven Soderbergh film is worth watching. And, you know, let's see what kind of filmmaking did he do here in No Sudden Move. And then, Borat uh, Supplemental Reportings, which is um, like an extended edition of Borat's subsequent movie film. It's coming on Amazon on May 25. It's basically like the never before seen footages from the film, the f- the scenes that were cut. So it's now has its own separate thing, and I'm looking forward to it. I enjoyed Borat's subsequent movie film, and of course Maria Bakalova, who played a tutor, got nominated for an Oscar for her performance there, and the film itself got nominated for best adapted screenplay. I enjoyed the film, so I will watch this uh, supplemental reportings on Amazon Prime Video. And the trailer for Love Victor Season 2 has been released and it looks great. I mean, I enjoyed Season 1, I enjoyed binging it, and Season 2. Uh, let's see if it will be the same quality, hopefully. But I like the trailer. I mean, nothing else to say, but I will watch season two. Um, Mark Ruffalo is joining Yorgos Lantimos' next film titled Poor Things. I believe, um, I don't have the log line in front of me, but it's like a Frankenstein type of story. But of course, being Yorgos Lantimos, there's a twist to that story. And Emma Stone and Rami Youssef are already attached to star. And now Mark Ruffalo is joining. Sign me up. I will watch that. I mean, I love The Favorite. It's, it's a fantastic film. Of course, Olivia Colman won an Oscar for performance in that film. And now Poor Things. I'm looking forward to it. I will watch it for sure. I mean, I will yeah, look forward to it for sure. And the upcoming action film, Gunpowder Milkshake, has set its release date on Netflix in the US which is July 14 there's no trailer yet but you know this project I have my eye on this project for years now because of the cast like Karen Gillan, Lena Headey, Angela Bassett, Michelle Yeoh they are fantastic actresses they're part of this film looking forward to it it looks great there's no trailers I have no idea what really is it about but just the idea of those four actresses working together makes it worth watching already. And next one is that it has been reported that there will be a the a Sandy Cheeks a spin-off film. The character from SpongeBob SquarePants, Liza Johnson is directing the film and I think it will be a live action and animated hybrid and it might be on a streaming service, possibly Paramount Plus, let's see. But, I mean, Sandy Cheeks is one of the popular characters from SpongeBob SquarePants. I like Sandy Cheeks. 
I don't know though if a spin-off film centering on that character could work unless they figure out a good story to tell a Sandy uh, spin a Sandy centric film but yeah I'm curious to see what it looks like but yeah when I heard the news I was like wait what <laughs> but yeah let's see um next is Brooklyn Nine-Nine the eighth and final season is set to premiere on NBC on August 12 so mark your date set the date August 12 Brooklyn Nine-Nine is coming back for its final run and I'm looking forward to it um Dwayne Johnson is going to voice Crypto the Superdog in the um wait let me get the title right it is DC's and you might hear my keyboard typing um I don't have the I oh, oh okay this is League of Super Pets movie and Dwayne Johnson is going to voice Crypto the Superdog which I think is a great voice casting. Um, I mean I, I can imagine him already voicing Crypto and I mean the idea of a DC's uh, Legend of Super Pets animated film I I mean, well, why not? I I will watch it for sure. I'm curious to see what it looks like, and Dwayne Johnson voicing Crypto. I like the idea, so yeah, I will uh, watch it as well. And the Star Wars TV show Rangers of the New Republic is no longer in development, according to uh, to reports, and. Uh, Rangers of the New Republic was one of the Star Wars shows which is a spin-off of The Mandalorian that they announced back in Disney Investors Day back in December and it appears that they are no longer working on the show but perhaps they might do it again someday but for now it is no longer in development it is unknown if it's because of the Gina Carano situation because I think uh, Cara Dune was supposed to star in the show, I guess, but yeah, but maybe that that is the reason why they are no longer working on Rangers of the New Republic, unless they'll they'll do, they'll find a way someday to redevelop the project, maybe turn it into something else. But let's see. So yeah, um, <laughs> those are the news of the week, which is a lot, I know. But yeah, those are the news of the week. There's a lot of news, entertainment news. And now I'm going to jump to my reviews. And I, there's also a lot of reviews that I'm going to, to do. First is that I was finally able to watch all episodes of the, of the Netflix miniseries Halston. Which centers on, Roy, on the legendary fashion designer Roy Halston. Uh, played by Ewan McGregor. It is a Ryan Murphy production. Okay. Um, I thought the miniseries was solid. It's not great. It's also not bad. It was just solid. I mean, Ewan McGregor gave fantastic performances. Krista Rodriguez, who played Liza Minnelli. I mean, she doesn't look exactly like Liza Minnelli or even sound like her, but... I love her performance a lot because it was a 
a very human performance she didn't go over the top because Liza Minnelli has a certain personality like when you think of Liza Minnelli you would think that she's this you know she has this a pizzazz like moves and all that stuff but you know she made Liza Minnelli into human and she humanizes Liza Minnelli here instead of going over the top which I admire a lot but the miniseries itself itself was just solid I wish they went deep on telling the story of Roy Halston like explore more you know I wish they explored more maybe if they have done it in like seven episodes but they only did five maybe seven episodes would have benefited the story better but yeah I still enjoyed watching it but yeah it, it was just solid I was also finally able to watch the Netflix film The Woman in the Window which is directed by Joe Wright starring Amy Adams, Julian Moore, Jennifer Jason Leigh, Gary Oldman, White Russell, Anthony Mackie, Brian Tyree Henry, um, Fred Hetzinger. I believe I pronounced his name right but yeah those it, it, it's a star-studded cast obviously and huh. <laughs> I'm sure at this point you have heard the reviews of the woman in the window maybe you have watched it I did not like the film as well I mean it has a great concept I like the story the premise but it just it wasn't cohesive it went off the rails I did not like the film the third act was a bit corny like 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 they went on the safest route when it comes to the third act because they don't know how they will figure they don't know how they will tell the story or figure out so they're just like okay let's just do this trope and end it that way which is a disservice to what the story is all about which is Amy Adams journey because it's a psychological thriller and you know it's and Amy Adams' character is dealing with some mental health problems but they didn't go to do that instead they went on the Hitchcockian type of third act which I don't think really really works but Amy Adams she was wonderful she gave fantastic performance but the supporting cast members you know, Julian Moore and Gary Oldman and Jennifer Jason Lee, they were kind of wasted. I mean, they have moments, but yeah, they did not. The material did not serve them well. So yeah, I am rating the woman in the window. I mean, I'm going to rate it two point five stars out of five because I enjoyed Amy Adams' performance. There were some good moments that like it's it's just it it was just all over all over the place by the end. So I'm yeah, it's I'm getting. I did not like the film, although there's still a few redeeming qualities, which is why I'm rating it two point five stars out of five. But it's just all because of Amy Adams. I mean, I will watch everything she she stars in. She always delivers, so yeah. And I also wanna share my quick review on episode five five of the HBO miniseries Mayor of East Town. 
I mean, oh my god. Uh, everyone was talking about the last 10 minutes of episode 5. I will join that um, discussion. That last 10 minutes of Mayor of Easttown is one of the most intense, one of the most uh, thrilling sequences I've ever watched on television. It was just bonkers. I have, I was, my heart was, was pounding during the entire 10 minutes. It was heart race, racing sequence. I'm not going to spoil what happened, of course, but all I can say is Kate Winslet, oh my fucking God, she gave a fantastic performance in those last 10 minutes. And I am not confident to say that her performance here in Mayor of East Town is one her of her career best. She was just that good. So yeah, um, and for those, if you haven't watched Mayor of East Town, I highly recommend it. It's a great show. Kate Winslet, Jean Smart, Julia Nicholson, Evan Peters, Guy Pierce, Anguri Rice, um, um, John Douglas Thompson, it has a great cast, so I highly recommend Mayor of Easttown. I also want to share my quick thoughts on um, Season 3, Episode 6 of The Handmaid's Tale, which I think is titled... Um, you know what? I, I'll just search. The latest episode of The Handmaid's Tale is titled... Um, I think it's Vows. Am I right? Wait. Let me check on the internet. Yeah, it's called Vows. That is also a fantastic episode of The Handmaid's Tale. I mean, Elizabeth Moss and Samira Wiley gave fantastic performances. I think if Samira Wiley will get nominated again this year at the Emmys, this will be her episode submission. Elizabeth Moss was fantastic as well. It's a great exploration of of uh, Moira and June's friendship. It's a fantastic episode. I like it a lot. Probably one of the best episodes of the show ever. So yeah, a fantastic episode. I can't wait for episode 7 since, you know, because of what happened, which I won't spoil, but yeah. And for the last review, I'm reviewing the new Zack Snyder film, Army of the Dead, which is also on Netflix. Okay. <laughs> um, Army of the Dead is an entertaining film, for sure. It delivered, you know, fun zombie action scenes. Um, great action sequences. And, you know, some of the characters stood out, especially the German character. I forgot the name. But the German character, I like that character. And also, even to some extent, um, Tig Notaro, who played Marion Peters, the helicopter pilot. They were both, they were both, they were the standout for me. But... Those are the positive things that I will say about Army of the Dead. But unfortunately, there were a lot of script problems. Like, it needed more revision. 
I wish they revised it and I, I I wish they also cut the running time like two and a half hours too long maybe two hours the movie would have would would have still worked and perhaps be a better but um, the script was just it's flawed unfortunately and I mean some of the emotional beats did not work out for me and some of the choices of the decisions by characters were questionable because it it felt like all of a sudden like wait why did they do this I don't understand like wait what this character is this so the character has this all along like some of the choices the, the decisions were just baffling and you know it the script needed needed more work and you know I mean Zack Snyder he he is a decent director he knows how to deliver good visuals but he needed a lot of work in the, on the script and maybe more polish even on the editing I like the way it was shot I mean Zack Snyder himself is also the the, the director of photography but yeah um army of the dead it's fun and entertaining but it is flawed but i am giving it a rating of three stars out of five at the, at the end of the day because it delivered entertainment i wasn't bored watching it it was just flawed there were some problems that were very obvious but yeah anyways that is all for this episode of the cinemic the podcast um there were so many entertainment news as i've said and i have shared my reviews and and by the way i'm still watching the underground railroad the miniseries on amazon prime video by baron jenkins i'm still on episode six so hopefully by the next episode i will be able to review the entire limited series but um i'll tell you that i am liking the miniseries so yeah so perhaps by next episode you could uh, listen to me review the underground railroad by barry jenkins and also master of none the third season is also coming so i might review that as well on the next episode so yeah um anyways thank all for listening on this on the cinemic the podcast you can follow me on twitter at the Cinemic. Um, you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Cinemic, in which by the way, um you you can also listen to the podcast on YouTube, the Dirty Video Form. So if you cannot um listen on the platforms like Spotify or Google Podcast, etc., there's also YouTube. You can listen to the podcast on YouTube. Just subscribe to my YouTube channel, the Cinemic, and also even though it's not active anymore you can also v- still visit my my blog thecinemic.wordpress.com so thank you all for listening i hope you had fun listening to my an hour of discussion about the entertainment news movies shows and reviews of films and shows so yeah thank you so much um have a great day also don't forget stream butter by bts 
Spotify, Apple Music, or the music video on YouTube, stream them. Great song, great music. So please stream Bother by BTS. So thank you all for listening and have a great day. Thank you.